me to shut up. I had to. I mean, this show didn't start yet, and you're already arguing with me. How I roll. A lesson on the Supreme Court by the nominee. It's phenomenal. The Constitution, it still matters, we'll explain. Joy Behar, Diane Feinstein. What do they have in common? That is next. <laughs> the Lee Brothers, Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio is the Founding Fathers intended. My name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. When you said uh, Joy Behar and Feinstein and said that, I, I thought you meant that they are Joy Behar and Miss Feinstein. Combined. The fact that they are... The same person? They might as well be. They're both absolutely... Unbelievably... Repulsive. Joey Behart is Keith Oberman <laughs> with a wig. That's disgusting. All right, we're up and running. 454-1366 our phone number. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. A lesson this week on the Constitution of the Supreme Court and so many other things. Can't wait to share it with you this hour. You know, they say radio should be entertaining. That's what they say. I've been trying to tell you that, but <laughs> you keep not, holding us back. I'm holding us you're back. Holding it's us no back. You're holding us back. You're your mouth, here. and you're holding us back. So, um, but in this way, oh, by the way, coming up at 5 o'clock, the, uh, more about the health care bill, where we are, what you would do, and what you would have be done if you were there in Congress. And at 4 o'clock, TMAC has vetoed more bills than any governor in the history of of the Commonwealth of Virginia. We'll discuss those vetoes and <laughs> what a why. Record. What, what a record. I mean, that, if you're looking to do anything good. That's you know, his legacy. That's his legacy. That, he's the, he's the governor of no. Veto. Mr. Veto. Of any governor in history. All right. And your phone calls, 454-1366. They say radio should be entertaining to some degree, but it also should be informative. This week, we're going to have to share with you some of the things that happened in regards to the Constitution and, and really step back and look at this document. Because... It matters. This is what we make laws about. This is what we, how we govern ourselves in our country. And if we as a people can't even acknowledge what the Constitution says and does, then we got, we got a problem. That's why I loved what Senator Ben Sass said to uh, Gorsuch this week during the confirmation hearings. Listen to this question. The question is, I, and it really, it's not even so much a question, but asking for a statement but it much, much needed in today's culture. I think we have it. Do we not have it? Last week, and so a lot of us were back in our states traveling and doing town halls and rotary clubs and schools. I ran into three different teachers who planned to use these hearings on C-SPAN to teach civics. I wonder if you could help those teachers uh, explain, as one of them asked me, about why we have a Bill of Rights. To remind the American people, the Constitution is a negative document. It is not the government giving us freedoms. It is us giving the government a limited set of enumerated powers. And originally there was no Bill of Rights. And as a part of a compromise, we added one. Today, most people, when they think about our Constitution, think of the Bill of Rights first. Why do we have a Bill of Rights? And what fundamental difference would it make if we didn't have one? This is a glass half empty kind of guy, right? I mean, he. Well, I, I mean, he's... He sees the Constitution as such a negative document? No, it's a negative charter. In other words, it's saying th- th- it's not saying these are the things you can do. It's saying the government can't do these things. You've right. never heard that terminology? Right. you never heard the terminology negative charter? Of course it is. I mean, that's... that's it's limited. It limits the government. That's its role. What's phenomenal about this question, that's why I want everyone to listen to this, is what do you think you would get 
from a Supreme Court justice if he had to define the purpose of the Bill of Rights? What if you made the Supreme Court justice actually go through what enumerated powers mean? What if you made the Supreme Court justice say, well, initially the concern was that to Madison and Hamilton and John Jay that the Constitution wasn't strict enough to protect freedom and liberty. And then even Patrick Henry, from right here in the capital of the Commonwealth, looked and said, I don't believe this Constitution unless I get a Bill of Rights. And another Virginian by the name of Madison promised him a Bill of Rights. And why? Because there's this thing that they were most concerned about, and it's liberty. And they didn't believe for a second that the Constitution, before the Bill of Rights, limited the government enough. And Madison swore it did. I thought you were going to say liberals. It's the thing they're most concerned about. Yeah, well, now we are, because they're the ones attacking liberty. But this is my point. I want everyone to, to catch this. Ben Sass asked a question of Supreme Court Justice, not what's your view on this case, but could you just take for a second, this is a crazy idea, explain to us the Constitution. Explain to us why it exists. Explain to us why the general wherefore clause that we talked about last week does not mean I can do whatever I want. So what did the guy say? Did he call for security to drag the man out, kicking and screaming? Oh, oh no, no. Security! Gorsuch did what he did so well this week, and that is he explained the ideals of the Constitution and had to explain to the Democrats what it really meant. And if, if you think about this, um, it's actually a brilliant answer. Now, it's a bit, it's a bit long, but you need to hear it. Here is Gorsuch's answer to why do we have a Bill of Rights? That's a big question for us adults uh, who are where we are. It's a big question for my middle school and high school age kids. By the way, before he even finishes this, do we even understand what the Bill of Rights does? Do most people understand it even when they're arguing politics? Do they understand these 10 amendments? Do they even get it? I think Gorsuch's right. I mean, it's important for our kids to understand, and adults, before we even get in a debate about a Supreme Court justice. Um, the Constitution, as a negative document, the theory behind it, in, in short order, was to divide liberty, divide power, the better to protect liberty. That's the theory. That you put all power in one set of hands, you're going to get tyranny. And our founders had too much evidence of that in their own time. It's kind of a hard-won inheritance. Part enlightenment theory, right? Part on the battlefield. Listen, this is good. They saw what it was like to have power amalgamated in one set of hands. Dangerous. So they divided it. They divided it three ways on our, in our federal system. It's good education. You, Article I, write the laws. And it's tough. It's supposed to be tough to protect liberty. We don't just have one house. We have two houses. And then it has to be signed by the president, too. Really hard bicameralism and presentment is designed to make legislation difficult the better to protect liberty. Good word, liberty. The president's powers are to execute the laws, not make them, not adjudicate disputes. I had a GP Our role is to decide cases and controversies between the people under law as it is, not as we'd wish it to be. We're not legislators. We're judges. Wow. The legislative power is invested in this body. That's not all. 
Then we divide power in a way that was quite unique, well, unusual. Here, listen to this. This is good. Federalism. Federalism. So you can think of separation of powers as having a horizontal access and a vertical access so that the federal government has certain enumerated powers and authorities. And what the federal government doesn't enjoy, the states do. That's new, right? But our founders were very suspicious it's different. and very jealous of their liberties. And it should be. So they added the Bill of Rights, and they enumerated <clears throat> ten of them, as you know, starting with the freedom of speech, freedom of religion, no establishment of religion, right to bear arms, the Third Amendment, which I'm glad we don't litigate much. I wonder how many of the high school kids now watching know what the Third Amendment's about. Go look it up. We're going to let you look that up. What is the Third Amendment? But isn't it incredible? A Supreme Court justice just listed why we have the Bill of Rights and enumerated powers. The government can only do these certain things, everything left to the state. Gorsuch did a phenomenal job. Ben Sass did a great job with this question. It's a good lesson. The Bill of Rights matter. All right, coming up, does the Constitution matter on the view We'll share that with you next. And your phone calls, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. Ten minutes. That's it. Ten minutes and a black Sharpie budget crisis solved. The Lee Brothers, problem solvers on 820 WNTW. Indeed. Wine, wine, wine. My brother's wine over here. I, it's just... You want some cheese to go you know, with that We're going to do hey, it. Hey, Sarah, cheese for We've got brother. something happening with the studio coming up that's kind of exciting, and yeah. we can't wait to share this it's with gonna you. It's going to be a throwdown while I smack my brother. No, it, it's it's a serious, very cool uh, event happening with 820 WNTW, and we're not going to tell you about it, but when it does hit, we're going to do FaceTime Live when we actually have it happen. It could be next week. Um, so when am I going to hear about this? Right now? You know about it. You just don't catch what I'm saying. I'm just playing with you, Weiner. Uh, I know. So. Whiny, whiny, All right, 454-1366, 454-1366. You know who Tony Lauren is? Tony is a uh, newscaster or an uh, analyst. Analyst. She's a uh, political talking head on the Blaze Network. Talking head. She showed up. Now, she's a conservative. She's a conservative 24-year-old lady who is on the Blaze. Very nice. Who made a statement this week about abortion. And the Constitution. I want to play it for you. You call yourself a conservative, um, a conservative Republican and a constitutional conservative, but you also consider yourself pro-choice, which is interesting to me because 68% of conservative Republicans think that abortion should be illegal across the board. No, I'm pro-choice, and here's why. I am a constitutional, you know, someone that loves the Constitution. I am someone that's for limited government, and so I can't sit here and be a hypocrite and say I'm for limited government, but I think that the government should decide what women do with their bodies. I can sit here and say that as a Republican, and I can say, you know what, I'm for limited government, so stay out of my my guns, and you can stay out of my body as well. So I think it's... Now, this isn't a new argument. I've heard this from the left forever. How can you constitutional, limited government people want to be involved in the lives of women's bodies? Except, here's the deal. It's not the woman's body. Here's the big issue. We currently have the government involved in protecting life, currently, right now. We have laws against murder. We have laws that say uh, if someone is hurt that we're going to protect them to save their life. The government is massively involved. It is the role of government to protect life. Are these ladies that say that uh, they don't want government involved in their in their 
their lives and their bodies. Um, are these ladies that are saying that if the pregnancy was a result of a rape, um, and even at that, I have a problem with an abortion at that, but if, it, if it's some life-threatening thing for this lady, you know, is that what they're saying? In case it's a life-threatening, if they, if they give birth to the child, there's a 90-some percent chance they're going to die? Is that what they're saying? Because it's not their body, it's the life of a human being that's in live inside, alive inside them. Right. So, so how can they be pro-choice pro, pro based on their li- their body? Right. Well, th- that's always been the argument, whether it's their body or not. But we, and the founding fathers, and initially in the very beginning, understood that the life inside the mother was indeed a life that was protected by natural law. They just assumed that was the case. They even wrote about it at times. But here we find someone who is a constitutional conservative saying that the Constitution doesn't protect life. Now, for Tommy Lauren to believe this, she would have to consistently go down the path to suggest that the baby is not a life. That's the only way she can get through this. The only way she can say that is it is only a life once it exits in my body. Once it leaves my body, then it's a life to be protected. That's not the case. That's insane. That is not the case at all. That's not the case. She's insane by this. So what she has to, for some reason, for Tommy to say this, and I love how the left at The View applauds her, like, oh, yes, we are all of a sudden small government. The left has never been small government. They're huge, nasty government people, but now they think they have a reason to support limited government. The government was instituted among men. To do the very thing that we are asking it to do, to protect men. life. You said men. Life and liberty. Not Go- the government was instituted among people. Go- you said nice. men. That's a, that's men is a, a generic that's a politically term. incorrect. It's a, meaning, it's a term that across oh, the board. Thank you for make, noticing, by You're going to make you and I generic thank, terms. Thank you. We're for, generic terms. We're generic terms. It means mankind, humankind, all terms. humans. Hey, but I appreciate term. you being the liberal to pick that out. Did you bring saying, any M&Ms said, in here today? You ger- no, your generic term you? Huh? Did you? So we find so was, that the Constitution protects life. Life. All life, even that's what it's designed to do. So this statement under the oceans. This statement is bogus, and yeah, I'm, bogus. I'm embarrassed for her because she's supposed to be this conservative constitutionalist who completely butchers the pro-life, pro-choice movement. I've heard so many women say the government has no right to say what's right with my body. But the thing is, um, if, if you we have laws use against your body we have laws for against whatever policy. reason and, you t- and you're pregnant, there's a life in- alive inside you, and you have no right to kill it. None. You have no right to kill it. None. That has been the view. And you can't say, well, it's my body. That has been the view. Okay, your body That's been the view is, since the beginning. is supporting the life of another human being that, yeah, that could be whoever but it's another human being if you don't want the child put it up for adoption there's plenty of great families out there that would love to have the child but it's you're, tommy you need right. to carry it is tommy lauren saying the constitution lets her do this because it's not a life or because it is a life her logic is flawed the left has no business trying to embrace this and think they're all sudden for small government it's laughable she's all saying right. it's her body that's being affected and it's not no, all right not. check us check us out 820theanswer.com 820theanswer.com click on the lee brothers takes you to tillerson Rex Tillerson on the ISIS threat. This is ISIS really, really good. Threat. Um, and also, are we oversensitive? Are we oversensitive? A20theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers takes you there. All right, coming up, more on the Constitution 
Enjoy Bayhart and Diane Feinstein. And your phone calls 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Richmond's example of radio as the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. That's why you're not. That's wow. why. I'm, now, let me tell you. That's, that's just why, why I'm not what? Uh, no, that's why I'm not in charge and you are, okay? Uh, thank you very much. Thank little. you. You're, you're welcome. 454 1366, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co host, my friend and argumentative brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes as far left as I can get is, from this guy. There's Richard Lee. Whiner, in, whiner, in, whiner. whiner. All right, can somebody we, bring some cheese by here? Can, we need cheese. By, by the way, go to my whiny brother. 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Click on the uh, caricature of the only two headed talk show in Richmond, and you'll see that big government kills small business. And you'll see Tillerson on the ISIS, and you'll see um, Are We Oversensitive? And uh, trust me, you like it. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. All right, can we just continue with the view for just a second? I, I know that to- Tommy Lauren is wrong that the Constitution doesn't protect life. It doesn't matter where life is. It doesn't have to uh, pass through your body for life to be protected. You know, the thing is, the Founding Fathers never dreamed they would have to Actually, they argued address removing life from they did britain had a law against it the founding fathers spoke against it they actually just said it's a natural abortions law. back then yes they did they did back in the dark back ages, in the day they they, they had, well it depends on what you mean by abortion they there was ways to to end a pregnancy and it was uh illegal in britain and the founding fathers thought natural law just simply indicated that life should be protected Absolutely. So, so Tommy Lauren is just wrong on this, even from a constitutional conservative point, she's wrong. But at the opening of the Silly View show, I've just got to play. Joy is so annoying. Here's what she said at the very beginning of the show. Of course, if you're elderly, sick, or poor, your luck has just run out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that woman disgusts me. You, did you think I would not talk about it? Just because, you know, what'd you say? I said it took 10 seconds. Yeah. I I Maybe can't, less. I can't less. help it. It's so horrific and so horrendous. Trump's budget. Just when you thought it was safe to stop talking about Trump, he unleashes his budget on us. Mm-hmm. He wants to cut clean water. He wants to stop helping our people not. in public education stupid. so we can all be as dumb as he is. You know what's afraid? I'll be as dumb as he is. People are listening to this wacko, nasty, nasty individual, Keith Oberman in a wig. And they believe it. They believe in the garbage spewing out of her mouth. Why would this network even let that that hose beast be on the air? Well, because she's got fans. She's right nasty, there in the room. man. She's na- they all yeah, cheered. It's it. sad. Well, here's it's sad. The, the interesting premise: bobbleheads are sitting there bouncing sure. their heads up. Anyway, in the room, the real people are going. What but the, the premise? Pe- uh, hopefully, hopefully, the premise is Trump is not compassionate with your money, and the federal government is the only vehicle. To be compassionate, according to Joe Behar. I'm, I'm possessed today. We're in an emergency in this country. People need to get yeah. with the program. You have a, a lot microphone. of Trump voters need to start reading the New York Times and see what he's doing to you. What's a he doing liberal, to me? A, a liberal what? brochure, the New York Times. We, should, we all need to read the New York Times so we can know what's not happening in the country. You know what's interesting is, once again, look what Trump's doing to us. Honestly, he's doing so much. Honestly, listen, I don't think people even want to think about government. You know what government's they're, like? They're so tired of it. They they don't want exhausted. The only time they think about government is when they're paying taxes 
uh, when they're getting regulated to death and they can't hire who they want. It's almost like when you go to a baseball game. The umpires shouldn't even be seen. They got to be disappear. All they do is play the game. They're kind of like the regulators. But if they're watched, if all of a sudden you see an umpire in a game, it's because they did something wrong. The government is never thought of. Joy, I hate to tell you this. I don't look to what Trump can do for me. I want him to move government out of my way. That's what the American people are thinking. That's why the man got elected. That's what everybody everybody wants. Right. And Nobody, I think the majority of people want him to shut his mouth and stop, stop the insanity. Just Joyce, do your job, Trump. Joy is thinking that we look to government. Joy, you're wrong. No, we don't. We don't, we don't. look to government. We look for government to get out of our way. It's like if I could have government not be around that I don't have to think about it, then even better. But Joy says, look what the government's doing to you. Or more important, she goes, look what Trump's doing to you. Advantage youth. So right. I don't see the good in that because our country's supposed to protect the most vulnerable. Oh, okay. that- so hang on. This clip is about... This clip was about... The country um, is not supposed to protect the most vulnerable. It's supposed to protect us all. Exactly. Here is uh, Joy's counterpart, don't know her name, talking about how nasty Trump's cuts are. This was this week on The View, by the way. But when you look behind those numbers, what you find is when you cut the agricultural department, you cut women, infants, and children nutritional assistance. When you cut the Department of Housing and Urban Development, what do you cut? You cut meals on wheels. When you cut the education department, you cut before and after school programs. And when you cut the labor department, you cut uh, job training for seniors oh and disadvantaged gosh. youth. So right. I don't see the good in that because our country is supposed to protect the most vulnerable. That would be the elderly, the poor, mm-hmm. and the young. So here's the premise. We should be protected from these ladies. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's painful. what we should be. It just hurts so bad to listen to should, headphones. You know, I, be, I would be you know, in favor of a bill to stop them from being on the air. I mean, to protect us from <laughs> oh, Bill. lying psycho, psycho hose beasts on, on, on the TV. On, on the TV. Called The View, specifically. I mean, we would call it out the bill. The bill would say The View. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't have a problem with them charging into The View and just taking the whole set out back, putting in one of those big roll-off dumpsters, right. setting the ladies out in the parking lot and said, you're done. Including the people in the crowd. Exactly. Here's the premise. I mean, and this is the premise of the left. You heard the list of the cuts that'll be harmful. The premise is simple. Send the federal government your dollars. They'll take them. There's this place called D.C. surrounded by Beltway, run by kings and queens that have crowns on their head that know better how to spend your money than you. And when they get it, they will dispense it to you serfs and peasants, and they'll call it charity, and they'll call it compassion, and Meals on Wheels will succeed, and other these things will succeed because federal government is supposed to be compassionate. They have it dead wrong. This is why Neil Gorsuch is so important. This is why Ben Sass's question in the first segment was so critical. What is the role of the government? Should the federal government be in the business of these ladies listing all the things that the government can do no. Madison destroyed that argument. In Federalist 41 and 45 and 42, he destroyed the argument that the view is making. But the view is enlightened. It's a new time now. You can feel good that the government's compassionate with your neighbor's money. And we're supposed to applaud that? And when, when Trump comes out and says we're going to cut these things, it's because he's mean? It's because he's heartless? He's an ogre? How about maybe the government can't afford all this craziness? Maybe we need to start working on cutting back the multi-trillion dollar deficit 
and maybe they need to look at what we really owe because that deficit is is not accurate. Right. It's nowhere near accurate. All right, coming up, more on uh, on what happened at the Supreme Court hearings by Feinstein. You won't believe this woman's arrogance. We'll talk about that coming up. By the way, I made a comment yeah, about it. what we have happening at the station. That's very exciting, and I mentioned FaceTime. I didn't mean that. I meant Facebook Live. We will do a Facebook Live of this big thing that's going to happen at our station, and it might be as early as next week. Stay tuned to Facebook. Outstanding. For We've that. been waiting. We've been waiting. Yeah, so excited. Very cool. Will there be a cake? I just want to know. Well, we'll Will there be here. something here to eat? Well, they'll watch us eat. I'll be happy with cupcakes instead of or a cake. A donut. As I long as there's it. multiple cupcakes so I can have, like, the equivalent of multiple slices. <laughs> All right, your phone call's next. The Lee Brothers, 454 454-1366. 66. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. The Lee Brothers fighting for liberalism. Oh, fighting liberalism. Sorry, guys. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. The left was embarrassed with the Gorsuch confirmation. Just embarrassed. They look petty. They argued about they how, how uh, Gorsuch is an evil ogre who doesn't care about businesses and people. And Life will never be the same on planet Earth. It's just ridiculous. It's horrid. It's terrible. Then I heard Diane Feinstein. Let's get chicken. Ask this question. Or pancakes. And this question, it's just so irritating, so condescending, and so arrogant of the she, senator from she California. She is arrogant. She's, a, she's horrible. So I'm just looking for something. That would indicate that you would give a worker a fair shot. Maybe it's in your background somewhere that I don't know about, but I'd like to have you respond to it any way you can. Wow. I would say, you know, you condescending, arrogant. Right. Let me say this. (laughs) No kidding, man. Nightmare. It's just, can you believe that? The most condescending attitude. I would like to believe you care about people. Will you just help me? I would say I care about all people, but I'm willing to make an exception in your case. Exactly. It's just disgusting. Remember, Diane Feinstein's the one who said this about your guns, too, if you remember. If I could have gotten 51 votes in the Senate of the United States for an outright ban, picking up every one of them, Mr. and Mrs. America, turn them all in, I would have done it. I could not do that. No, you couldn't because you're a psycho hose beast and uh, you sound like you're stoned. And there's this thing called the Constitution that could get in the way. I wonder if that lady smokes pot. She sounds stoned. Gorsuch uh, answered her question about him being this heartless ogre and not caring about kids. Senator, I really appreciate that. Sure you do. (laughs) I love how he starts out by that. I I really appreciate that. Look how how he says that. Senator, Um, I really appreciate that. that. I think there is a way you can take a look at this question without me potentially prejudging a case. What, what I think can give you comfort in this area, and if you want cases where I've ruled... You know what? First of all, it drives me crazy. Give you comfort, give you comfort. Let in me this tell you area. Something. Here's some you comfort arrogant, for you. You arrogant witch. Yeah, that's uh, what he should say. Exactly. Senator Feinstein, Let me you, you are an here. arrogant witch, and I'm using the word with a W <laughs> instead of the word it's in my mind, because you are a psycho, nasty Nasty unbelievable how they talk lady, to and how in the world you're still in your position is mind-boggling. And if you want cases where I've ruled for the little guy as well as the big guy, 
There are plenty of them, Senator. You know, he just rules by the law. What do you want him to do? Look differently beyond why the did law? He say, why didn't he say, say there's all these examples out there, Senator? Obviously, you haven't done any research on me at all. Right. Zero. Because you are a psycho hose beast. Sure. The, the Ute Indian tribe. Would you be willing to submit some of them? Oh, it's goodness. It's hard to read 2,700 cases. I'll, I'll, I'll name a it bunch of them right now. I mean, Trans Am. I'm, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Senator. Of course. Of course. Oh, I'm sorry, Senator. I, I didn't of realize course. you couldn't read. <laughs> How about in a video format? You want me to, yeah, really? want me to, 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 to read it in a microphone so you could listen to it? I'll at write night? them down. I'll do examples on, on, on big sheets of paper so why you can understand. I'll think, draw little stick figures. Why does the left think? that a judge ought to sit on a bench and rule based upon compassion. The judge ought to rule based upon the law that you make, Senator. If you make a law that says I have to be nice to 12-year-olds that are living in some shack somewhere, then guess what? I'll have to rule based on the law. But until that time, I can only rule on the law because I'm a judge. The law doesn't have a heart. It just simply is the law, and I judge it. The law can have a heart. If this person's never been in trouble before, they make one mistake. Are you going to throw, you know, this person has got a history he's of a being a... He's a Supreme Court judge. He won't get that case, but I get your point. Well, I'm saying. I understand your point. But he's a Supreme Court judge. Heart. He's ruling on laws of the land, not the kid in front of him that, that chewed gum in school and got suspended. All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366. of the land. land. 454-1366. We do a segment called The Law of the we Land. We should. Law of the land, the land of the law. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. Richmond's beacon of truth in the land of the free and the home of the brave. This is the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Word. Looks like the House has pulled the health care bill, but they're not going to vote on it. So it looks like right now, right now, it looks like that's the case. We'll talk about that more in depth at five o'clock, but coming up at four. TMAC vetoed 95. He is now the world record holder in the Commonwealth of Virginia. I wonder the home if you'll get Je- in the, like oh. the Guinness Book of World Records for being Mr. Veto. Mr. Veto. They he, should do a movie on that, Mr. Veto. Mr. Veto, and he would be it. He would love yeah. to play himself. As this He's arrogant. got several rubber stamps on his desk, and guess what? They all say Veto. They all say Veto. All of them. Veto, Veto, Veto. He's and, probably selling those pins on, on uh, eBay. Craigslist or eBay or right. something that these are Veto pins. It's 97 well, the, the of The Democrat Party is bragging about it, saying he was protecting us. Prot- we'll, we'll share with you. Well, Don't first of all, there. it proves that he has a failed governorship. We'll talk He's about that. He's protecting us from kids who are homeschooled. Yeah. From walking oh. on a baseball field. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. protected gosh. us from the Tebow Here comes the homeschooler. <laughs> Run for your lives. <laughs> That's so true. That is perfect. All right, we'll talk about that and your phone calls. 454-1366. 454-1366. We are the Lee Brothers in 820 WNTW in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. It's 4 o'clock. It sounds like an island in the Pacific. It's so... Where are you going this weekend? So uh. It's so uh, I think is what I meant to say. Ralph Northam, he's a Democrat, has a Virginia EPA plan. We'll discuss that. ISIS 
is now using cars as weapons, and Rex Tillerson has something to say about that. I think they are Toyota's biggest corporate account. Have you ever seen the line of the white trucks? Yes. They're all Toyotas. Indeed. And Governor T-Mac vetoes 95 bills. That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show in On the, the capital Earth. of the Commonwealth of Virginia. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this incredibly nice Friday afternoon. Tomorrow's going to be even nicer. It is. It's going to be almost 80 degrees out there. I, I'm time. trying to decide what I'm going to do tomorrow. I, I, maybe I'm just going to sit out and lay in the grass and stare at this guy. You can know. go to your nephew's baseball game. I could do that. We have a game uh, tomorrow at 11 o'clock. What's the address? I might, I, might ju- I might just do that. I might just show up and embarrass you That's to tears. Cosby High School. You'll be like, oh, no, here he comes. Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't here wave you over. Here he comes again. We wouldn't wave you over. Let's go hide. <laughs> exactly. Let's hide under the bleachers. He'll leave. All right, 454-1366. 454-1366. Up and running here at Patriots at theleebrothers.com. You know what I think I'm going to do is go make a piece of furniture. RVA Woodwork Shop. No, that would be that, perfect. I think that's be, where that I'm going. I'm going to spend the day there tomorrow. Well, let's see. It, I really am. Nobody ever said life with me was going to be easy. Well, oh, team, oh, our beloved T-Mac. governor, T Mac. He should be a sandwich. You know, I'm so glad. T Mac. <laughs> I'm so glad it's over this year. You know, you get a choice to get. You know, people like T Mac, and you get to choose the governor of the race this year. I hope we choose the right one for a change. Governor T Mac has officially now vetoed more legislation than any governor in the Commonwealth's history. The home of Jefferson, Madison, and Henry. This guy's going to go down as a, well. As the governor know, is that what he wants to go down as? He should go into the Guinness Book of World Records. I wonder if there's any other governor in the country that has vetoed as much as this guy. Is he just scared of change? Is he the kind of guy that's just afraid for anything to change? So oh, no, here comes another bill. What do de- I do? Just veto it. Don't tell anybody. The Democrat uh, Party has sent out a uh, an email talking how great it was. Democrats said, we witnessed a torment, a torrent of legislation that demonized people, that made us feel less safe, and makes it harder for us to grow our economy. Yeah, those, And the those... governor vetoed all of them. It's <laughs> wow. insane. That is craziness. All right, so here's what the deal is. Unbelievable. We got, we're going to go through some of the bills he vetoed. But first, um, the Democrat Party says that he fought relentlessly on behalf of individuals whose rights in the General Assembly have been sought to be taken away, which just isn't true. This is a, uh, it's a milestone, no question about it, but should the Democrats or even anyone in the Commonwealth be proud of it? I mean, think about this. What it shows is the chief executive, who is Governor T-Mac. Nobody ever said life with me was going to be easy. Never, ever had any capability of convincing the legislature to do what he wants. Do you think he never this... one time went to the legislature and said, hey, let's have a conversation about this. And let's if talk you about these things. I'm not going to play in your yard anymore. I think that maybe because he tried to pardon everybody on the planet. <laughs> That's right. And they said, came up and said, uh, no. Who do you, you who do you think you are, Obama? You can't do this. You can't do that. He's right. like, okay, watch this. I'm going to veto everything. Everything in sight. I got to do I'm something with veto this pen. my vetoes. I got to do something with this pen. This is the lane here. I swear. Mike in Richmond, you're on 820 WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Well, before I say what I want to say now, well, aren't some Republicans, influential Republicans, responsible for uh, McAuliffe even being in office because they wouldn't support uh, Cuccinelli? No, Cuccinelli was a good yep. man. You're right. Yep, exactly I, I, right. I know good there point. was a lot of, there were some, I, I shouldn't say this because I'll probably get rocks thrown at me going home, tea party people that uh, 
we're not very thrilled about. Well, I wonder. Do you, you know what the problem? Yeah, was, I met some. I met some. They, you, they didn't like the guy. Do you know why? Did they have a particular reason? Uh, no, no, <laughs> of course not. not really. I wonder if some of these Republicans got a little bit upset because of the way he handled things to get himself. Uh, yeah, that was it. Uh, well, that th- was probably it. so. Probably yeah. so. If Bill Bolin had run, we would have Bill Bolin as governor right now. Yeah, well, I'm I not, believe I that with all my heart. Bill, uh, that was another story. But listen, I, I'd like to know. I'd like somebody to find out, and maybe you, you all can find out and let me know when you're on next Friday. I'd like to know which Republicans voted for Ginsburg, which ones voted for Kagan, and which ones voted for Sotomayor. Three leftists that are sitting on the Supreme Court. Three leftists. I'd like to know which Republicans voted for them. Oh, a lot of them did. Well, I mean, I'd like I, to I know almost, which ones because uh, this is a disgrace. Because and, uh, he's, I don't think Gorsuch is going to get a single Democrat vote. Well, you heard Chucky Schumer come yeah, out. Yeah, I heard and say, that yeah. clown. Yeah, he said he's not going. He's going to filibuster him. Which, by the way, if you filibuster this guy, there's no one on the planet that should be a Supreme Court justice, according to the Democrats. Then that's just ridiculous. Um, yeah. Unless they put him up, of course. That, yeah. That's well, what that's what we have. And uh, Mike, thanks for the call. I mean, you're you are you're right. I mean, they're not going to. That is Mike Lee, an honorary Lee brother. He's very passionate about the Democrats. These things are always united. This is what is so frustrating me to the Republican Party. There must they be are, somebody that just says, "Okay, this is what you say. This is what you do, and this is what you think." The Republicans, like, oh, okay, are much better when they're not leading. They get to be the you know the guys that get to critique all this stuff. But when they're leading, they don't know what to do. The Democrats are very good at uh, at leading. They get their team united, and then they 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 are going to filibuster Gorsuch when when Mike is exactly right. Excuse me. I'm unwrapping a present yeah, yeah, over thank here. Thank you. Oh, thank you. It yeah. says the National Sarcasm Society. Like we need your support. Right. Perfect. Thank you, Scott. Thank I appreciate that. that Smart Alec. I'm going to hang it on the wall. If the Republicans voted for Kagan and Sotomayor, Sotomayor, then, my gosh, man, they're, they're, they're so not even close to the Constitution, they don't even represent it. And Gorsuch, all he wants to do is uphold the Constitution. The left can't see their way to vote for him. It's just it's ridiculous. Thanks for the call, Mike. 454-1366. Back to T-Mac. T-Mac is a sandwich. So, so 95 vetoes makes this guy a hero in the Democrats' mind. What it shows me is a total inability to work with the General Assembly. Maybe it he's just not a reader. He didn't want to read all those stinking bills. It's evidence of his inability to govern. The left ought to be ashamed of this. Did he pass it's, anything? It's politically dysfunctional. <laughs> yeah, he signed something. I know we'll, he did. We'll talk I'll about here in a few minutes. Senator uh, Majority Leader Kurt Cox, or House Majority Leader Kurt Cox, told the Post that McAuliffe was rarely even seen during the sessions. Then when bills came up, the administration was silent. There, there you know, was you know, no governor. TMAC did not even participate in the executive process. People should realize that this is what you get in a, in a, in this, in a Democratic governor for the Commonwealth. This guy is not doing his job by vetoing all those bills. He's not protecting us. He's protecting us from homeschool kids. I mean, that's the <laughs> one that really eats me up i mean he's not protecting us from jack right he's not he's he's probably getting direction from a bunch of liberal pukes that say this is what you do with this one okay veto what about this one this is what you do with this one how this could he possibly guy. veto 
95 bills. Well, he's now number one. This governor has zero accomplishments, zero legislative victories, and a ton of defeats. Your phone calls on this and evidence will we'll actually lay some of the bills here that he vetoed, and you tell me if it makes any sense. 454-1366. 454-1366. Your phone calls next. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. Scott and Richard Lee, the yin and yang of talk radio, the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. You're so mad, dude. I don't even know why I do this with you. It just well, frustrates me. Bang my head against this microphone. Let me pack up and I'll leave. <laughs> Not me pack up. We're, Bye. That's it. It's over. 454-1366. T-Mac and his vetoes. We're supposed to celebrate this, right? Let's go through some some of these. Is this supposed to be some good news that he vetoed 95 bills? They bound they've been one in there somewhere. Certainly the really? homeschool kids. Well, let's just talk not, about Tebow. not a threat to the Virginians. Let's, I mean, let's talk about Tebow for a minute, because the Democrat Party says that he'd vetoed these because they were threats to liberty and threats to people. And Tebow, Tim Tebow, Bill, T Mac vetoed of his ninety-five vetoes. He felt it important to protect the public schools from those crazy homeschoolers. Well, here, here's the thing: if if you have school-aged children, um, you're being taxed for them to attend public schools, and then you decide to take them out and homeschool them, you don't get those tax dollars back. You're still paying sure. for them to attend public schools. So they have more money to waste. The they have more like money it. to flush yeah. down the toilet. You're saying they should they like have, They should give that money back to the homeschool person. But here's the thing. If the homeschool kid wants to play sports at this school, that these parents are paying taxes for this homeschool child to attend, they should be allowed. How could it possibly harm anyone Oh, to let no. the homeschool kid go play sports on this school team. How could it possibly be a problem? Well, because Governor T-Mac is threatened by parents making their own decisions, including... Oh, my. The government should be indoctrinating them. Including the charter school bill that he rejected this week. I just don't understand this. This is, this is so unbelievable to me because there are states all over the country who have embraced this greatly. TMAC vetoed the legislation that ensured um, that charter schools could be enacted. And I don't know why he's against parents and kids that are locked in failing schools. I like what Senator Mark Obenshain said. He says, I have been a passionate advocate for charter schools, or more accurately, for the families to whom charter schools provide a lifeline for escaping a handful of failing schools. Governor, what is wrong with that? Why would you veto that? These elected public Maybe he got servants. carried away. Maybe he what, got carried away. Maybe yeah, he had his veto pen. He was just signing laws. He didn't even know what he was vetoing. Yeah, maybe he was just going through the motions. Who knows? Maybe he doesn't give a rip. You know, these public servants, these elected officials, Governor McAuliffe, they should all do what is best. When it comes to education, do what is best for the kids. And if there's a chance, even the slightest chance, that a charter school could provide a better education for children, what you need to not veto the not stink. The bill passed, comes to this man's desk, and he goes, "I don't like not it. happening. Personally, not happening. Sorry, I don't like parents with choices." Exactly. We need to be I'm able kind of to indoctrinate these kids so they'll vote <laughs> democratic right. later in life. Exactly. We can't do that in charter schools. 
Well, Nobody ever said Clintons. life with me was going to be easy. Let me call the Clintons and see what they think. I'll veto it, Terry. Be- Go ahead, veto, right, veto. Terry. You need, to, you need to veto everything that comes across your desk. Be the, be the first governor veto in Virginia history. Let me ask Hillary. Hillary, what do you think? Oh, she told me to shut up. I think you should veto everything. She's putting on a new pantsuit. I got to go. No, it's unbelievable because if you think about the governors of the Commonwealth, the ones we've had, Patrick Henry, Thomas, I mean, the rest of them, it's unbelievable that TMAC is now the one in history of the the Commonwealth that's been in existence in the free world longer than any other place on the planet, and TMAC is the one who has vetoed bills, to your point, that passed the general assembly exactly the elected officials the said and the my Senate. constituents want this so you mr sandwich man dude with a sandwich you need to pat you need to sign this into law here's something else he vetoed he vetoed legislation that would ensure religious charities and schools could continue to operate according to their faith principles in regards to marriage in other words if a school said um hey we're going to uphold the sanctity of marriage they could be punished by this government, and TMAC vetoed that. He wants the ability to punish these places that do not have his view of gay marriage. And, and here's the thing, too. What does punishment entail? Taking tax dollars that you right. and I pay right. to the state away? Is that what it is? 454-1366. Unbelievable. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Truth, justice, and the American way. And that's just Richard. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. ISIS has found a new weapon. They just get in their car and they run over people. They probably screwed up. You know, they probably had a car bomb. It wouldn't go off, so they decided they'd just mow the crowd down. Who knows? A bunch of bloody idiots. Most of the people that the Obama administration released from Guantanamo Bay, are leaders in ISIS now. That's a statistical Rex fact. Tillerman addressed this this week. We're going to talk about this London incident. We'll talk about the use of cars as weapons, what we should do as a country, and then you will rejoice with us when you listen to Rex Tillerman talk about ISIS and what we're doing. Very excited. That's have got to go. But first, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Click on the character to Lee Brothers. You'll see, are we oversensitive? <clears throat> Big government kills small businesses. And Rex Tellerson Tellerson on ISIS. All that, 820. 820theanswer.com. Yeah. 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW. The Lee Brothers. Intelligent, informed conversation with an occasional mispronounced word. 820 on 820 WNTW. It's Friday. Yeah. And that's a good thing. Uh-huh. Just after 4.30 in the capital of the Commonwealth, 454-1366. Yeah. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes his far left. Is you know, you hesitate when you say brother. You can't pick your family. I uh, I understand that. But and you, you know say what? friend, so yeah, that's nice. Friend, I, I yeah, like that. I mean, we yeah. are friends. My friend, my co-host, and my brother. All those things. You're my brother, things. and I love you, but I that's will right. smack you around yeah, once in a while. Yes, you do. It no, will happen. No question about it. Although you are... Uh, it's coming. You're getting slower, so I'm able to move quicker. I know. I know. So that, that's why I me. throw things. <laughs> that hurts, too, by yeah. the way. 
All right, up and running, Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. And 454-1366 is a trend. It's called vehicular jihad. Vehicular. This is what they're calling it. This this sounds something like sudden jihad syndrome. Are they going to have something called sudden vehicular jihad syndrome? Right. All of a sudden, oh, you're driving down the road, uh, and you say, say, there's people over there. Jihad, i got to mow them down. Yeah. And you're going to drive through a crowd and then try to go home with your drive through chicken dinner it's, that you picked up. It's an uh, it's an all too common these terrorists are using these tactics, but they are popularized, popularized by uh, Palestinians in, uh, in Israel. And this is what um, Israelis are calling it. They're calling it vehicular jihad. Since... Uh, haven't they been doing that for years, though? Yeah. September twenty since September of twenty fifteen, Palestinian terrorists have targeted Israelis fifty five vehicular attacks. Is are these vehicular attacks that blow up? Not necessarily, they run over people. But some do blow up. Some do. In twenty fourteen, ISIS called upon its supporters to commit vehicle attacks. It and according to their newspaper, they have a propaganda newspaper. Which is it? The New York Times? What is it? I don't know. Uh, Quote, the idea is to use pickup truck as a moving machine, not to mow grass, but to mow down the enemies of Allah. Thank God that the, the uh, Amish aren't terrorists. Can you imagine getting run over by a horse and buggy? There like is, this would be painful. It wouldn't be. Uh, right. That'd be rough. I, I can tell you that there is a problem in, uh, in the world, and it's Islamo-fascist. And I am so sick of hearing about how we're not compassionate that we can't have a Muslim band, that we can't look at Islam or Muslims and have any kind of question marks in our head. The truth is, there is no doubt that we have question marks about Islam. There True. is no question about it. And it doesn't All, make me a bigot, a homophobe. It doesn't make me any of the things the left says, because uh, deep down, the left even knows this. A statement like, all Muslims are not terrorists, however, all terrorists are Muslims that you know that's a factual statement why I'm is not it? sitting here going oh no um I mean all Muslims are not terrorists the, the the folks in Syria they're being attacked by Russia they're being attacked by Isis and, and even those folks they're Muslims and they're saying these people this is not this is not Islam this is not right the way it's supposed to be these people are not true Muslims they're they're wacko psycho nut jobs. There's on no a doubt. Trip. There's no doubt that this is being done in the name of Islam. And there's nothing wrong with our politicians looking at this and saying this is a problem with Islam. And if we say there are seven countries that Islam has a problem with terrorists and we say we're not allowing them there in our country, that is not that is not bigoted, it's not wrong, and it's certainly not unconstitutional to terrorists in countries that aren't even ours protected by the Constitution. Right. Insane. Rex Tellerson is a, a great American, and I am Truly so excited that American. he's part of the Secretary of State now. Um, this is him talking about uh, ISIS and where they're really coming from. They're not part of a poverty problem. We also must look this enemy's ideology in the eyes for what it is a warped interpretation of Islam that threatens all of our people. ISIS fighters are not all from poor or impoverished communities. Many come from middle class or even upper class backgrounds. Yet, hang on, 
and stop it there for a second. Yet we're told that the reason we have terrorists is because there's no jobs. We're told the reason we have terrorists is because of climate change. We're told that we have terrorists because there's no opportunity. We that have is terrorists a pile because of, crap. of America's involvement in the Middle East. Right. You know, we do more for the people in the Middle East than any other nation on earth. We've saved more Muslims from the the effects of their own religion in so many cases. Absolutely. But for for someone like Rex Tillerson, who is Absolutely. the Secretary of State now, to say this isn't about poverty, you leftists. It's not. This, if this isn't about being brought up in a poverty situation and being forced into jihad, these people are wealthy. These people are evil. <laughs> they they are are evil people. It's the same argument the left always says about the poor. The reason we have crime in poor neighborhoods is because they're poor, which is a lie. If you were poor today, would you result to crime? No. You know why? Because you have morals and your kids were raised to be moral productive. There is a breakdown bigger than money. You don't, you don't, you don't have criminals because of lack of money. You don't have jihad blowing yourselves up because you don't have a job. That's insane. The ideology here is what the problem is. Rex Tillerson goes on. Drawn to a radical and false utopian vision that purports to be based upon the Koran. Muslim partners and leaders of their faith must combat this perverse ideological message. And we are grateful that so many have and are ready to take up this responsibility. And that is a responsibility. And, and Rex- the people of Syria are standing up saying, this is crazy. We don't support them. We're not part of them. We need to defeat them. Absolutely. That's we need to defeat to them. And it's going to take U.S. military involvement to do so. And Rex Tillerson admits it. At this moment, we are still in a phase characterized by major military operations. The expansion of ISIS has necessitated a large-scale military response. You hear that lately? Have you heard that from anyone? No. Is the press talking about that? Rex Tillerson is saying, look out. We are not going to sit back. The military is involved here, and we've got operations going on. And uh, the expansion it's, it's good of to ISIS hear. has necessitated a large-scale military response, and our offensive measures are reclaiming areas in Iraq and Syria in which ISIS has had a large and destructive footprint. Our end goal in this phase is the regional elimination of ISIS through military force. Wow. You Did know, you hear the that? US, That's US, the end goal. The end goal is to eliminate ISIS through force, baby. The U.S. military needs to tell Russia, stand with us just a little bit back, but stand with us or get out of Syria, pull your troops back, stop bombing, and let us do our thing. We'll take care of this. But the leader of Syria needs to go, and so does ISIS. Isn't it great here, Tillerson, say this? Our end goal in this phase is the regional elimination of ISIS through military force. Love it. The military power of the coalition will remain where this fraudulent caliphate has existed in order to set the conditions for a full recovery from the tyranny of ISIS. Under President Trump's leadership and with the strength of this historic coalition, our common enemy will remain under intense pressure. Good. President Trump, in his recent address to the Joint Session of Congress, made clear that it is the policy of the United States to demolish and destroy this barbaric terrorist organization. Does anyone else feel better? The, th- the thing is, I mean, does anyone I'll, else feel, I'll feel better? a lot better when we are fully engaged taking care of ISIS because, I mean, troops over there, planes over there, 
ships over there. They are. Tillerson is saying that. He's we are saying engaged. That, but we're not we're not as engaged as I would be. Well, I'd I have mean, you're not Rex Tillerson, but I, I mean, would have well, first of all so many troops over there. I'd have so many planes in the sky you couldn't see the sun. I mean I would I would eliminate ISIS so fast they wouldn't believe it. Because they're coming here. They're gonna come here. They're, well, they're here now. Here. They're, they're here, here now. Right. When, it's going to get worse. So two things need to better. happen. Two things need to happen. First, uh, we need to applaud what Rex Tillerson is doing here, Absolutely. and continue to do more and more of it. And with Trump saying our job is to eliminate these people, that's great. Job number one: get them there before they get here. Number two: too late. We've got to stop this political correctness. That's going to be the death of us. We've got to recognize that there's a problem inside of Islam. There's a problem that we need to recognize that that is not little blue-haired ladies getting on an airplane. We, we can point these people out and find them and stop being political correct about it, or you're going to find trucks driving on sidewalks in America trying to kill people. I've been in an airport where three Middle Eastern men at 19 to 20 years old walked right through the security line. They didn't pull them out. They pulled me out. Well, they wanted to check my shoes. They wanted to check on pull the uh, a blue-haired lady, like you said, out, 75 years old. Oh, I said, I'm not being nosy, but how old are you? And I asked the guy. He got really angry. I said, oh, yeah. this little lady is 75 is years old. Do you think she's a threat to the people on board this plane? <laughs> and his response to me was, you need to shut your mouth. Yeah. That's great. I said, well, those Good three Middle service. Eastern guys are, yeah. are Recognize textbook. Threat. Recognize the threat. Right. Please. Recognize the threat and ask some questions. Threat if, profile. We need a threat profile. Absolutely. All right, your phone call's more. next, 454-1366, 454-1366. The Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. The news as it should be, the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. I'm about to, 454-1366. 454-1366. That's a new song, 454-1366. I'm about to uh, agree with the Democrat. I thought you were going to say kick me under the table. Yeah, no. But... That's probably something you're about to do as well. You're about to agree with the Democrat. Yes. This is a day to mark down on your calendar. Ralph Northam is unveiling his environmental policy platform. Ralph Northam is currently the lieutenant governor of the Commonwealth, running for governor Governor. here in uh, in Virginia. I was wondering who the lieutenant governor was because he's kind of been in the shadows the entire time. Just kidding. So he unveiled his environmental policy platform to keep Virginia healthy and make communities great places to live. I love a man with a heart this big. He says the Trump administration has already begun to an all-out assault on the environmental protections that keep Virginia's healthy. Well, wait a minute. Is there a problem? Is this an unhealthy state to live in? No. Are the communities unhealthy? Yep. I mean, I, I was thinking that maybe they were healthy. Yeah, no, no, they're not. So what is he doing? I don't, I don't. Well, he's going to. He's blowing smoke no, he's up got a someone's plan. butt. I mean, what is he doing? He's got a plan. A uh, plan well, we only have one to plan. make something healthy that's already healthy. Yes, that's well, what his I'm plan I'm glad is. he's going to do absolutely nothing. He has a list of uh, about eight things that he wants to attempt to do to make our environmental protections here in Virginia stronger. I'd be willing to bet all eight of them are already in place. They are. And everything is fine already yeah. environmentally, but he wants right. to scare people into thinking that just going home at night could be a deadly thing. But he can fix it all he can fix it. as our governor. He's going to fix it as our governor. Wow, I'm he impressed is, he's, already. Uh, listen, he cares more about you and me about the environment. In fact, here's what he I'm said. I'm so glad. He grew up in the Eastern Shore with the Chesapeake Bay as my backyard. And one of the reasons I got into politics was to restore its health and beauty. Of course, the health and beauty is 
restored. It's all done. And I mean, he, and it, here's it, the other it was thing. probably done when he you, said that. You're one man. Do you know how big the Chesapeake Bay is? Or let me just reword this. you know how big the planet is? Do you know how much you can do, Ralphie boy, to the environment? Let me just help you. Nothing. It's already done. We have a Department of Environmental Quality. You don't need the right. EPA. In fact, here's what my point was. You want to hear me agree with Ralph Northam? Here's my agreement. Get rid of the EPA nationally and get Ralph in charge. This is a better way to do it. You want to have environmental protections? I'm fine at the state level. Let's discuss them. Let's debate them. Let's decide who's going to be our governor based upon them. So this guy is saying get the EPA out of Virginia? No. No, what he's saying is Trump's not doing it, so we'll do it. That's the plan. That's the way it's supposed to be. If you don't what like what the mean federal, Trump's not doing it. He, he says Trump's got an all-out assault Did on the environment. Did Trump change the locks on the Department of Environmental Quality in the state? Did he's, he change the locks on the doors of the EPA? No. Obviously, he's talking federal. Obviously, but the bottom line is, we like you said, we have a DEQ, which I like. I really do like because they have DEQ police, environmental police, who badges. drive big. They have badges. They carry guns, and they drive big SUVs. They carry guns? Yes, they do. They do, really? Yeah. The one I saw had on a gun belt in there. I said, man, this is cool. Somebody what? messing with the environment, he's going to gun them down like the Wild West. That's crazy. It's going to be a shootout at the whatever corral. I thought he was going to fight the planet. No, he's going to fight. He's going to fight some humans. The somewhere? environmental criminals. A criminal. Environmental criminals. People who would steal our air. <laughs> you know, they put up a machine in the garage and they're sucking. Suck it what all are you doing? I'm Nothing. stealing air. No, what really? What are you doing? Nothing. Go away. Well, I'm having a hard time breathing because I'm sucking the air in my garage and I'm keeping it for myself. Or all those people have their own I don't little want clean the air. DQ police that come and shoot me driving their big SUVs that pollute the air. They drive big, nasty trucks. And the only thing I would like to see him do that would make me happier is leave those engines running 24 hours a day. We need a warmer planet. We need but a warmer Ralph planet. But Ralph Northam. I want tropical temperatures here. I want to grow palm trees in my yard and have coconuts fresh. Ralph Northam is going to protect us from sea level rise. He says oh it right here. Oh, my gosh. What he is he going right to do? Pile up sandbags? I, I don't know. He's if the sea level is going to rise, guess what, Ralphie? You it's going to rise. rise. You're not going to do anything what about it. What are you going to do? Call I think it's funny. Sandbag? Hey, it's you cute. sell sandbags? Yeah. It's I mean, cute you need like $7 billion. It's cute how you like think you can control these things, Ralph. But you can't. You can't. Will All right, you put free on at the Arctic? Your phone calls next, 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. The Lee Brothers, Virginia citizens, American patriots on 820 WNTW. So, uh, T-Mac, T-Mac did sign something. Virginia is going to honor George Washington for his whiskey-making prowess. T-Mac recently signed legislation recognizing Washington's rye whiskey production at his Mount Vernon estate as the official state spirit. It's a state drink now. So whiskey is... So is it still being made there? Or is it something you can't... I I think it's still being made there. Still being made at Mount Vernon. You ever been to Mount Vernon? I have. It's unbelievable. Went all the way to the top floor and how... George Washington ever went up there, I don't know, because I was banging my head going through those right. doors, and he had to be smacking himself on the chin. Right. That was a tall guy. It was a tall guy. And, and uh, you know, it's interesting that T-Mac would sign this. I guess he's interested in making Virginia an official drink. So whiskey is our wow. official drink. I guess we have an official bird, an official rock, an official tree. And T-Mac signed legislation, which means this went through the General Assembly. Somebody brought a bill saying, you know what, this, is, this has been missed for too long. You know we, what? We aren't honoring George Washington's whiskey. If he had waited a few more years till global warming really made it hot here where we could grow palm trees and stuff, coconut rum may have been the official drink of the state. And I would have liked that better. 
What are you so, having? The no, official drink of the I think state? it's Malibu. Coconut Doesn't it say Malibu in the front of that white bottle, that coconut yeah. rum bottle? It's very you good. Mi- you, uh, yeah. you, oh, you're right. You mix it with pineapple juice? Oh. oh. <laughs> are you kidding? Are you kidding me? I can sit at a bar and on drink. On Saturday when it's 80 degrees, I'm going to have one of those. standing up is difficult. I'm just telling you right now. All right, coming up, the headlines of the week, some unbelievable stories, and what would you do with health care? How would you handle it? Check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Three great videos there. Check us out by clicking on the caricature of the only two-headed talk show. Lee Brothers, 454-1366. It is 5 o'clock in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. That's a good thing they stopped him. I mean, could you imagine what would happen if a four-year-old did that? The world would never be the same. All right, Cheerios. Poles buzz the bee from their boxes. Another bee disappears. (laughs) Preschoolers. A preschooler expelled for an empty shell casing. That's the four-year-old we were telling you about. And what would you do with Obamacare? Your phone calls right next. Lee Brothers, Virginia Citizens and American Patriots. Radio is the Founding Fathers intended. My name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this beautiful Friday afternoon. Be careful when you commute home. We've had a few accidents out there. I- so just take your time, be safe, and enjoy this incredible, incredible weekend. We're going to have some lovely weather. Spring is here, folks. I would almost prefer to talk about the bee missing from the Cheerio box than the bill missing to, to abolish Obamacare. But... That's where we are. Currently, the GOP, look at, look at the news right now. The news says that um, the GOP loses. They pulled well, they the, the health care bill in a humiliating loss, says the Richmond Times. Didn't they postpone the vote or, or, or something? You know, Trump's like a spoiled rotten brat coming out. You're going to vote on this today or I'm never playing in your yard ever again. So there. I mean, the, what is so hard about this? They promised to... Do away with Obamacare. Insurance companies are running from Obamacare as fast as they can. They're dropping like flies. Obamacare is a nightmare. People who have it, well, I, know, I know three people well who have it. it it's the, the rates are skyrocketing. Sure, we know, we know this. One Everyone lady lost it. her job, and then they tell her, well, you can't have Obamacare if you lost your job. But you better buy insurance because we're going to find your eyeballs slam out of your head, but you can't use Obamacare because you don't have uh, – just eliminate Obamacare – don't put anything in place. Trump care. What the? Don't put anything in place right. and let the insurance companies take down the boundaries. Let them sell all over the country. All right, let's do this. And let the insurance companies take care of it. Let's do this. Let's open the phone lines, 454-1366. What would you do? If you were in Congress right now, or you were Trump, what would you do? 454-1366. What if you had supreme power over all the lands? And, and ma- you could just. Magic wand. You could make them do what you want. Just by waving that magic wand one time, what would you do? 454-1366. How would you fix this debacle? Meantime, meanwhile, why is it? And I just don't understand this. I don't know why there's like this, today was the deadline. Like it was a crisis why? all today. Why not just wait till all the Republicans are together in, in a room and we're good? And then go in there and pass the bill. Trump's what? anxiety level so high. He said, I'm going to end this now. So it's today or never. Never. I just don't get it. I mean, he's what? he's the one that put the, the deadline. You know, an ultimatum. ultimatum. I wish they There's didn't even have that word ultimatum. Ultimatum. It's just like a spoiled rotten brat. Either you let me do what I want in your yard, or I'm never going to play there again. I'm not going to uh, come in. You know what makes me mad uh-uh. about this thing? 
is when the Democrats shoved this thing down the throats of the American people, not a single Republican was involved, not a single Republican voted for it, but the Democrats were 100% united in screwing up our health care right. like never before. We can't be united to simply get rid of it? I mean, if why, and it, what it brings us to is the point we're looking at right now. The fact that it is considered a humiliating loss, it's not over. All we have to do, all the, all the Republicans have to do is say, here's a bill, do we like it? Oh, we don't? Okay, let's pull that back. Let's make sure we like it and it's, submit another one. It's not a, humili- a humiliating loss. They just postponed the stinking vote. Obamacare so, prices are going through the roof because, you know, if the government told you you had to buy three gallons of milk every week, what would milk prices do? All right, so let's do this. 454-1366. a gallon. 454-1366. What, should, what would you do? If Obamacare, if you were in charge with the magic wand, what would you do? 454-1366. Mike and New Kent, you're on 820 WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Thank you. What would you do with Obamacare? Um, I would let it implode. Well, it's imploding. It's crushing American families. It is. It is. It really is. I mean, it, it's on its final leg as it is anyway, but it implodes. Uh, I know that's hard to hear for people who are on Obamacare right now, but you know, sometimes it's got to get worse before it's just going to get a little bit better. Um, you know, open up the borders, let the insurance companies Amen. Uh, band out into the state. Amen. Let it be controlled, controlled, controlled uh, or uh, at least uh, oversaw by the, by the state governments. And let's face it, they tried for eight years to get uh, the U.S. government into the into the uh, health insurance industry. Which we never should have been there in the first place. Never should have been in it, no doubt about that. They hit, first of all, they hit the wrong people running it anyway. So yep. when you have people who don't know anything about medical insurance, but my, try to oversee how it's done, right. it's, 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 it's bound to fail. I, I, think we, it, I think we'd all agree that there are free market principles at work here, but if you're Speaker of the House... Mike, we're going to make you Speaker of the House. What do you do right now? Uh, I think for, for right now, I just take a, I take a step back and and regroup and and see what the uh, and, and see what the uh, see what the deal is as far as just allowing it to implode. Let's face it, you know these uh, these senators and, and Congress, but they, they they they've been working uh, their votes to gain to gain favor towards what they want against this bill anyway. And when they don't get what they want, they want to back off of their vote. And so I don't blame President Trump at all for pulling back and saying, you know what, we'll just pull it. We'll just move on to something else and we'll see what happens with it. But that's what I would do. Mike, front page of uh, Judge Report right now, Obamacare will explode. So you were the first to pick up on that. Thanks for the call. 454-1366. What would you do? What would you say to your congressman? What would you say to the, of Trump if he was in your living room, if he's beside you in the car right now? 454-1366, what would you say to Trump? I can, I can tell you that the urgency that suggested today was the day, and the Democrats are going to take this, they're going to run with it and say, see, they failed. What do you mean they failed? It's not over. Oh, it's not, this thing it's, is it's not over. It's far from over. The bottom line is Obamacare is going to go away whether it, whether it just implodes or they put something else in place. You know, the theory of Obamacare was going to be it would it would ensure millions of Americans that don't have health care. And how did it go about doing that? People didn't realize way back when you either bought it or they fined you so much you couldn't breathe. I mean, literally, I know people 
that are going to be getting a fine very shortly. I, I know someone personally, a good friend, she was on Obamacare. She lost her job. So when it came around time to renew it, she got a letter in the mail stating that they were going to fine her. So she calls up the guy and she, he's, he says, you know, look, I'm sorry, you're not employed. How in the world are you paying your premium? She goes, well, I'm a smart lady. I save my money and I'm living off my savings while I'm looking for another job. He says, well, you know what? I'm sorry, but not only are you cannot buy Obamacare unless you're employed, we're going to find well, you. Well, we know the system sucks. It's you, unbelievable. But right now, we've got AP reporting it's a humiliating setback for, for Donald Trump. Is Mark it, and Hampton, really? you're on 820 WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. Um, you were asking what would I say to Trump if he's in my living room? Right. I'd tell him, uh, you know, get some little more spine, go up there and tell the Paul Ryan and them to get on board with the conservatives and not the middle of the rotors and uh, completely repeal the health care bill and do everything they can to get government out of the health care bill. Absolutely. Period. And, you know, we see something. Maybe if he was twisting their arms, because I, I was listening the other day, kind of not paying attention, but it sounded like he was pushing the Republicans, the conservatives that were holding out. You know, he I, was. You know, you better better do this, or you're not basically not going to support. You got elections coming, and it's like, well, what side are you on? You sound like you're on the side of kind of keeping Obamacare light, not replacing. I don't like the the, the replacement part. I like the repeal. Right. I think, exactly. we, I think you're right. I mean, I think what, we need yeah. to get the government out of health care. That what are they exactly. doing in health care anyway? So what happened so, in 2010? Before 2010, we didn't have health care until Barack Obama showed up. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, Appreciate yeah, the call. You're welcome. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Your phone calls next. What would you do if Obama was sitting here? Also coming up, this preschooler who's a threat to society, a four year old. We'll share that with you. Dangerous character. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW. Like Batman and Robin, your conservative dynamic duo. Just no costumes and utility belts. Normally, the Lee Brothers on eight twenty WNTW. You left your utility belt at home today. No, it's actually out in the car. So I would rather take the first 435 names in the phone book and let them go up there and fix Obamacare. 454-1366. 454-1366. Gary and Chesterfield, you're on 820 WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Great. How are you? Good. I got a funny thing to propose to you. Um, I own my own business. Uh and uh, I've been in business about 10 years or so, but I'm always, every time I have this healthcare discussion, to be quite honest with you, I come down kind of pragmatically and I say to myself, okay, what's the worst case scenario? And the first thing I, remi- I have to remind myself of that a lot of people don't know is, you know, uh, uh, co- corporations, small businesses, they don't have to provide healthcare. That was something that, that they tend to do to enhance uh, their ability to be able to get a good, you know, a, a good employee. That's right. Right. right? So, exactly. so let's just say, let's just say, I mean, you know, um, I, 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 uh, I have a son who, who was working at a restaurant doing exactly what I did when I was 15. And I was amazed because, you know, I, I was working eight-hour shifts, blah, blah, blah. He was working in Colonial Heights. He was working like a four-hour four shift, and if they, they weren't busy enough, they'd send him home after two hours. And, you know, when I was working, if you had an eight-hour shift and they had to send you home, you got paid for four hours. So I started thinking about it, about how things have changed and how many things have gone down. Then I said... What would happen if corporations just said we're not going to do it anymore? How would that affect your? You no, know, not going to do what anymore? We, not going to do what anymore? Offer health care? They're, 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 they're just not going to provide health care anymore. Got it. 
Well, I think after you after you get fifty employees, fifty employees or more, you have to. Isn't that right? Well, that's the new. I'm not aware of that. No, that's, that's the, the new that's, Obamacare, that's Obamacare law. If you have 50 oh, employees yes, or more, yeah. you have to right. provide health care. That's right. why a lot of companies are holding. You know, they're they're at the. A lot of companies are right at the point where they're getting ready to go over that fence, sure. and they said, you know what, we're not going to do this. We're just not going to do it. Not going to so, do so it. So, what, what do you think the fallout would be if, as a standard, after you guys, you know, after Obamacare is gone, whatever, as a, as a standard, do you think that's something we need to be concerned about, or do you think that? Would, would, would that would that change how you what you thought the government should do or not do? Or yeah, no? it's a great question, Gary. Here would be my reaction. You know, when I buy my auto insurance, do I wish my employer provided it? No. Well, you wish it, but no, that's, you know that's ludicrous. It is ludicrous. It's completely ludicrous. It's not the role right. of the employer to provide that. In fact, if you did put it back in the hands of the people who actually got the health care, I think they could be amazingly smart with the way they shop for their health insurance. And ultimately, for their health care. I don't think it's the job of the employer. And I think companies would also use it as a tool to recruit the cream yeah, of the crop. Yeah, they could do that. To they get the best, sure. the, the best of the best working for them by offering that benefit. And I think it should be the role of the younger brother to provide all insurances for the older brother. <laughs> sure you do. I, think, I think that should be law. Sure and do. I would vote that. I would vote for that. Okay. All right, fellas. <laughs> well, I, 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 I want to share with both of you that uh, I don't use hyphenations, but... I happen to be uh, 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 black, and uh, my my mother was a Lee from Leesburg, and wow. she, cool. uh, from Leesburg. She is um, she is very uh, let's let's say she's one of those, uh, she she was holding on to her blackness inside, but visibly you couldn't really pick it up if you know what I mean. And she often tells me that um, I should be very proud to be a Lee and a Carter all in one, especially because they're all from Virginia. That's I looked cool. at the history on it, and it's, it's quite interesting, both yeah, families. Both, you know what? That's You're exactly cool. right. We're cousins. We're cousins. So, Gary, let me <laughs> let me get you to hold on. We're going to give you sure. – we'll give you two honorary Lee Brother bumper stickers because they probably go right, perfect with you. Well, I, I live in a very uh, Lee Brother-friendly area of Chesterfield, so I'm sure I'll be fine. Oh, perfect. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you so much, Gary. Right, appreciate the call. Hang on just a second. All right, buddy. All right, 454 <laughs> What do you mean Lee Brother-friendly? Are there neighborhoods that aren't Lee Brother-friendly? Um, Are there some that wouldn't like our bumper sticker? If you pull up and there's a sign out front that says this neighborhood supported by the LPSA. A Liberal Puke Society of America. Correct. Don't go there. You don't want to go in there and and blanket Lee Brother bumper stickers on cars because the vandalism may be heavy. All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. If political talk radio makes you sick, throw up with the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Join us for a... I won't go there. Never mind. Good. Thank you. 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Three great videos. Tillerson on the ISIS threat. Big government kills small businesses. And are we oversensitive? 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Are we oversensitive? We're going to talk about that jewelry billboard in a second. But next, this four-year-old brought a shell, an empty shell to class. A spent 22 caliber shell. Seven-day suspension for a He's four-year-old. such a threat. Preschool. He's dangerous, young that man. That next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820. WNTW. You may try all you want, but it's too hard to argue with common sense. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. And that was just the beginning That's of my day. That's just unbelievable. That you was have... the beginning of my day. All right, we're going to start doing this. We're going to start uh, uh, 
Facebook living our breaks because they're just too much fun. And you should know about it. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. Richard Lee is my co-host, my friend, friend and, and bro. Brother, sitting just left sometimes far left. <laughs> You're such a goofball. Yeah, some part. You're unbelievable. How do I do this with you? I can't. My head hurts. All right, we're taking phone calls from you. It's because. 454-1366. What would you do with Obamacare? How would you handle it different than Paul Ryan? How would you handle it different than Donald Trump? 454-1366. As we're waiting on your calls and stacking them and packing them, a preschooler was suspended this week from daycare. In Illinois. Seriously dangerous young man. Four-year-old. At four years old, I, mean, I can only be imagine. He'll, I mean, he'll be walking let, around with, like, these if, shells from cannons off of battleships when he's 40. Right. He's exactly. walking around with a spent twenty-two caliber brash. That thing. Just the shell. That's it. It could have been incredibly dangerous to literally no one (laughs) no one on earth could it be dangerous no one could it be dangerous to unless he drove it into someone's foot with a hammer i mean it's not it's not dangerous it's not even it's ridiculous the only reason it's dangerous is because a liberal in their warped mind saw that it was a spent shell it was didn't have the bullet in it it was already gone now, so here's what happens. What, what the school did, and it wasn't even a school. What's a four-year-old? It's preschool. It's, it's not even preschool. real school. It's not even a real school, but these people are on a power trip because they want it to be like a real school. So they're pretending maybe to be real school people. When in fact, they're idiots. Officials suspended him for a full week and also called, get this, the Department of Children and Family Services on his parents. I bet you they had long meetings that went way into the night. They were ordering this. pizzas in. What are we going to do? So they can discuss what they're going to do about this that's dangerous a four-year-old with a spent shell casing in his pocket. Now, you, you got to understand something. There's only one train of thought that brings you to the conclusion that this shell casing is a problem for a four-year-old. And it's found in the radical Le- mental yep. capacity of a midget liberal mindset. He would have been more dangerous if he had a pocket full of, of rocks. rocks or marbles. Exactly right. Incredibly good point. And Far now, more da- dangerous. Josie in Richmond, you're on 820. Hello, hello, everybody. Hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I am calling because I have two ideas, and the government always blocks the good ideas. <laughs> They're blocking the fair tax, for example, but I won't <laughs> go into that one. Um, there is a plant that you can plant around the periphery of your farm or near a creek or a river or a stream yeah. and therefore um, really build up the health of the Chesapeake Bay. Is it called Ch- cannabis? The Chesapeake Bay Foundation doesn't want to hear about it. They just want to complain about wanting more money all the time. What's the, um, what's the, called, Josie, what's what the plant? What is the plant? It's called industrial hemp, and it also it makes is. 350 <laughs> products. But the plant sucks up all those pesticides and the fertilizers and all that stuff. Now, the pig in, uh, uh, effluent, it's probably more difficult. But uh, most of the other stuff, they can um, control a great deal and go a great deal to do that. And I want to say that in passing because you asked about the health care, which I call the sickness care bill. This well, com- hang on. This I'm still stuck on the hemp. More st- more uh, uh, Josie, Josie. Yeah. I'm still stuck on the hemp plant here. Oh, the hemp. You, it does, you, can't, you can't smoke it. Don't worry about it. It's industrial hemp. Got it. Okay. Oh, I didn't okay. know there was an industrial Darn. hemp. Yeah, I didn't know and, there was a difference. Uh, I get a, there's a book called The Great book, uh, book of Hemp by Rowan the Robinson, and he, you get it from um, 
innertraditions.com. I'm not a web person, as you may or may not know. All right. <clears throat> Josie, you can move on to Obamacare. We, we can move the, on to yes. the um, Obamacare. Um, first of all, they have it in these stages, and you don't. that's why they voted no. You don't know if you'll get to the um, monopoly by the uh, insurance companies with their donations and all of that. That's the first part of the swamp that needs the draining. Um, of course, by the way, uh, there's so many leaks. Why in the world are we having a problem draining the swamp? <laughs> but anyhow, um, I'm very much involved in holistic health, and there is not one not thing. Surprised. It's all the cut, burn, and poison method, which is what I call allopathic oh, medicine. It's what? It's what now? Uh, the allopathic medicine is what the drugs and the operations cut, burn, and poison. That's what they do to people. Oh, now, oh it's, what they, it's what that, they do. You're not suggesting that is what the, the current... No. Okay, got it. Uh, so what you want to do is, is get back into holistic health and stop disallowing the people using holistic methods to heal themselves or to overcome the backache or what have you. Who's stopping that? Uh, the government. They don't pay. The, the insurance companies uh, are disallowed from paying oh, anything from I see what you're saying. acupuncture, which has been proven Got to it. be really helpful. Got it. Okay. Uh, the, um, the massage. Therapy. So government's in the way is what you're telling me, Josie. The government's everything. in the way all the time. Okay, of course. I and got that. so yeah. the um, people who who um, can go to uh, when the when the uh, cream or the drug is is two hundred dollars. And the the um, company that can um, what yeah. is it what is it called when you when Generic? you compounding pharmacy, they will disallow the compounding pharmacy to make that same product for a tenth of a price right. or half the well, price or a quarter of the price. You know why they do that? I mean, these companies. I don't know, all... but can you imagine a Retin A cream costing two hundred dollars? My well, God, it's quite the cream. I mean, can you, you imagine can a Cuban cigar costing seventy five? Yeah, <laughs> exactly unbelievable. Right. And so, what Joe's... you need to do is to um, stop this, this business of the drug companies. You can't sue them when you have a drug that goes bad in your body and uh, destroys no, no, your liver second. or what no, have you. Josie, no, wait a second. We can currently sue companies. I've seen it. I was watching TV one day, and they have a class action lawsuit against somebody that had a drug. So I know they can currently do that. Oh, they might do it for one drug, but, boy, they when they have a new drug, they put it in there before you can say, like, for example, when they tried to make all these young girls have that... Um, uh, yes, I'm aware of that, too. That right. special drug yes. for their, their inner um, female parts. <laughs> yes, we got they, that. They Josie, just, let me just, can I just interrupt you for a second and say yeah. that we agree that government is the problem, and we absolutely do. So uh, thank you so much for your, your passion. It's contagious. I, I love it. And so is hemp. But that's a whole other story. You love hemp? <laughs> no, I said it's contagious. Oh, I thought contagious. you said you love hemp. So um, if you grew, like, that type of plant all the way around your property, you could just set your border on fire and have a party. Yeah. I'm right. saying. Just throwing it out there. I don't know. I think Josie sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, Josie has been a fan. Uh, I think we've talked to her. A participant many, many of our show for her life for 17 probably years. <laughs> 17 years. Yeah. Right, exactly. Because we've been on the air that long. It's a long. staple. It's a staple, really. She's a staple. Josie's She's a, staple. a nice lady. Truly nice. great American. And I understand the fair tax argument. In fact, you and I are huge fans. Of fair tax. Huge fans of the fair tax. And by the way, if you don't know what that is, go to fairtax.org. It tells you You know, fair tax is kind of an oxymoron, but the program is much more fair. Much more. Well, the reason I think I said it's fair tax is because it's the most fair of taxes. Yeah, it is. And it's it, it's a fair program. If it's they the best program. If they ever 
put it in place. They put something like Obamacare in place, but they won't put See, fair tax no in kidding. place. It's, I, it's just well, like, that's what? government for you. What? That's the, that's the unbelievable. It. Well, it's the same people in government that want this four-year-old to be imprisoned for seven days because he brought an empty shell casing to that the school. Is you know what? The this, ultimate and stupidity. This kind of stuff, you think, oh, that's just a strange story from wherever in Illinois. You know what? This is exactly the rationale of our bureaucrat educators. In every school, the stupid zero tolerance. If someone brings an empty shell casing to school, any school today, in Chesterfield, Henrico, Hanover, I guarantee you there'll be a plectic liberal losing their mind somewhere about some kid who you made the point, an empty shell casing is about as dangerous as a pocket full of rocks. It's not even that dangerous. Right. A pocket full of rocks is far more dangerous right, you could than an empty rock. twenty-two caliber spent casing. You know, my, my youngest son in elementary school drew a very detailed picture of a revolver. I mean, it was incredibly was it detailed. Good? And below it, he wrote, my future. He brought it home and showed it to me. And I asked him, how many adults saw this at school? He said, well, nobody did. I've never been more proud. I've never been more. I mean, it was an awesome drawing. Very detailed. And he's such a cool young man. Um, you imagine if a liberal teacher, or if li- he had seen that picture, oh. he would probably be getting paroled about now. You know, you know? Why, why, why is it? And I would love to hear from some, I don't know, some bureaucrat educator of any of our counties that thinks this kid should be suspended. And what is our policy in Chesterfield, for example, if somebody walks in with a twenty-two caliber spent shell? What? There's, what, there's what, zero danger. What's the policy, though? Can and someone tell me 454-1366? Someone call and tell us. sack full of rocks. I mean, what is the policy there? Is there a policy about you know them bringing a bag full of rocks to school? I'm, which, uh, I'm you know, remember when we were kids, we always heard, stop throwing those rocks. You're going to put somebody's eye out. Remember those things? You were pretty good with a rock, though. You could throw yeah, a rock I through. could put someone's eye out, you, you, but it would have been intentional. That's my point. I mean, you threw rocks like, uh, you know, most people would throw like a baseball. You just could... You're very. You could take the hat off a kid, which well, I thought was brilliant. I watched you growing that. up. I thought it was incredible talent. Everyone needs one. You had one. That was your talent. Just want you to know. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW. Ten minutes. That's it. Ten minutes and a black sharpie. Budget crisis solved. The Lee Brothers problem solvers on eight twenty WNTW. Friday. The left. The left has ruined everything about the family. The left the left has ruined it's ruined the family for one thing, but it's also ruined the frickin' circus. The left feels that there's no need for family. They don't. The government We're just humans, we're all living. The circus is now in town for the last time ever. It's yeah, going no away. elephants. It's going away. Of course, no elephants. elephants. The, and the thing is, that's my point. They've ruined everything. The left ruins everything. Now we like can't clowns? even enjoy the circus. The circus is something that we did as kids. The circus is something that everyone who's an American has experienced with their family. The left has ruined it and destroyed it. There goes another tradition that the left hates. You know, we, and why do they win? Do How come like they cl- win? Do why you do like we clowns? I'm not a clown fan. I don't like clowns either. The circus would be far better if they would eliminate. The clowns and bring the, back the, the elephants. elephants. And the left should have been. I mean, take the clowns and put them wherever they put the elephants. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just get rid of the clowns and bring back the elephants. 
I like just, they did something good for the planet by eliminating elephants from those circuses. They did nothing good. They did nothing good. The elephants are probably royally angry. I mean, they were getting an unbelievable amount, amount of, of peanuts, peanuts and crap. Absolutely. I mean, they're getting fed like big now dogs. They're, now they're out there they're going, taken care of. Yeah, somebody was walking behind them with a shovel just in case. I mean, <laughs> where they are now, I doubt that's happening. They're stepping in poop going, what uh, is that? Oh, my uh, gosh. That's all Where's over the my dude paw. with the shovel? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's not a paw. This the liberal true. pigs pushed us out here into this fenced area. I'm telling you, liberals have ruined everything. Everything they get near, they ruined. The circus, last time he's here, and you can go this weekend for the last time on the planet Earth, thanks to the radical liberal puke society of America. Now, you're going to have to pay for it. I looked at the prices, $23 for nosebleed, 91 if you want to sit up front. No wonder the circus is dying. You can't afford it anymore. Wow, but that's crazy. That is crazy. crazy. So look what the left is doing. They're taking a four-year-old at a preschool that is an empty shell 22 caliber and essentially putting him in prison. Well, here's the, the thing. They're, they're charging him with a crime because he actually knew what it was. Right. If he didn't know what it was, he still would have charged him with a crime then because he had it. But the, he actually knew what it was because his grandfather showed it to him. The liberals have destroyed our education system. The liberals have destroyed the circus. The liberals are destroying everything that tends to be actually part of the tradition of the American culture. Do you think they sit around and say, we've destroyed this let's move fairly on well, else. so what do you think, <laughs> what do you think about on. the circus? <laughs> Well, I hate those elephants. Well, let, let's, let's go, go down the elephants. Then. Let's no, get Here's what I don't understand. Elephant. Why do they always win? Why does the left always get their way with this? Why didn't someone go, hey, stick it in your ear like Chick-fil-A said to the people? Because the right's working. There's right, nobody so to stand up to them and say, oh, no, you're not kicking the elephants out of the circus. They want to be here. Here's another liberal malcontent whining about something. You can see this at h1theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. A jewelry shop has apologized for a billboard. The billboard shows all these uh, diamonds with a saying. Sometimes it's okay to throw rocks at girls. And the that's left, kind of a cute little. Sure, it is. It's, play on words. It's kind of kind it's of cute. cute. You know, throw rocks. At t- they're referring to giving girls a diamond. Right. And they that's kind of cutesy. Of course. So the left only goes in America. Crazy. Only the left would that. go crazy. If if you're offended by a billboard, you probably don't put it on social media or anything. You probably don't say anything. If you're offended by that billboard, there are counselors available that will help you. Facebook user said the billboards just one in a series of billboards that use sexism as humor. Are you kidding me? Every billboard uses sexism. Sex sales. How is this right, using right? sexism? She because goes on to say, I don't need to be reminded that women get rocks thrown at them at other places in the world. Oh, for crying out loud. If that's the way you think, you're a half-full kind of gal. I mean, that, that's crazy. That is that crazy. makes no sense. Do you think the jeweler... Maybe you ought to step back for a second and think about what the jeweler intended by the billboard instead of what your stupid liberal mind came up with. Exactly. Have you been to one of these countries where you had rocks thrown at you? <laughs> that's right. If not, you should go. Four <laughs> Just saying. Three Brothers 820 WNTW. <laughs> Their solutions are so powerful that we should consider allowing a co-presidency. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. And that's a wrap. But it ain't no Cheerio wrap because they got the, the Cheerios. boxes are different. So I, when are these boxes going to come out where that little bee, they're killing off <laughs> yet another bee. They're killing off the bee. 
Buzz which the Bee. I never quite got anyway. Buzz the Bee has been removed from the Honey Nut Cheerios box because I he wants to honey. signify the, the, the case that the bees are going away. The honey bees. Yeah. Hey, check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com, where we archive our – well, I guess we could, but you click on there, it takes you right to our page, and you've got three great videos, 820theanswer.com. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful weekend. It's going to be beautiful out there, and we'll see you next week right here on 820 WNTW, The Answer. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.